This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents, which you can also access at cortezcurrents.ca. The Strathcona Regional District recognizes 10 First Nations as communities within their boundaries, but the Tlaman are not one of them. This topic arose during last month's First Nations Committee meeting, and again when the committee met on February 22nd. Most of the Tlaman lands are within Quathet Regional District, but they have a shared history with the Clahoose in southern Cortez Island, and were given a large parcel in Manson's Landing by treaty. However, the Clahoose are one of the nations recognized by the SRD, and Cortez Island is within their traditional boundaries. Azalea Millwood, the SRD First Nations liaison, explained, I don't believe at this point we should add the Slaman nation due to not knowing whether or how Clahoose nation feels about that. I'm not debating that there are many overlapping territories. However, to keep this into perspective, I kept it community-based. Mark Thiessen, the alternate director for Cortez Island, brought correspondence from Steve Brown, chief of the Clahoose First Nation. He says, yikes, this briefing note is not good. Referring to the discussion paper, scattered seems to dismiss the point of a land acknowledgement, an oversimplification, and glossing over reconciliation. I also don't recall Clahoose ever being consulted, which contradicts the note. Clahoose should be recognized. They confuse territory and location of occupation, which they also acknowledge is a problem in the note. So we're hearing from Chief Brown that it would be appropriate to include Tla'aman, and I'm understanding that the sort of location of settlement is maybe not the best way to recognize territory, that the broader territory is, is pretty important as a part of First Nations rights and identities and culture. Chief Administrative Officer David Leach responded. This is going to be an ongoing challenge for us when we have staff that have responsibilities. They have, in this case, heritage connections, relationships with First Nations. We task them to do work and we bring back recommendations to the committee. And then we have individual directors going out, doing the work of staff and coming back with contradictory recommendations. This is a staff recommendation and I don't know moving forward if we continue on this path, if we're ever going to get anywhere. I would like to comment that I did reach out to Chief Brown. He did not return my call. I also reached out to one of the knowledge keepers from the Clahoose Nation, and what they responded was, thank you, thank you for asking, and that they would speak to the elders. Once again, I would like to mention, albeit individuals want this to be prehistorical, we know which communities are located within the SRD. We don't know exactly which territories are overlapping. You're going to have a dialogue from one nation's knowledge keeper, from another nation's knowledge keeper, and nobody's going to walk away satisfied. And territorial acknowledgements have been presented by First Nation people since I've ever known it. And sometimes what it looks like is it opens up the floor, it's not perfect, We've had 200 years of colonization. It's not going to be perfect. This is pieces of reconciliation. But what a territorial acknowledgement does is it opens the floor for First Nation people like me to say, wow, thank you for acknowledging. I'd like to tell you who I am now. What is important is the intent. Perfection is not going to happen. It's just not. 
And in that, I'm going to mention that First Nations were destabilized by disease, relocations, and government assimilation policies that divided them into small settlements, reserves, and bands. They no longer operated as a collective. So the passing of oral history and Indigenous laws, those were interrupted. I don't disagree with what the chief of the Klahus Nation is stating. I'd love for him to give me a call and talk to me about that. So I continue to keep this recommendation based on that. And also, when we have overlapping territories from other nations, what are we going to do? And also, I'd like to say the Klahus Nation's traditional territory, according to a map, I'd like to know why they're not acknowledged in the Comox Regional District. The, the Lemon Nation has unique property ownership on Cortez Island. Oddly enough, it is actually not in our regional district and it is acknowledged in the, that regional district. So there is a land acknowledgement by the regional district that they're in. I know that seems unusual, but that is the case. And don't believe there is any community on Cortez of this nation. Chair Kevin Jules added. From a First Nations perspective, we have certain protocols. When directors go out and they do this on their own, it speaks for the regional district as well. But would that be overstepping our staff? In my opinion, it would. If you hire a First Nations heritage person to do First Nations relations work, they go out and do First Nations consultation, representing reports and recommendations to staff. And then if you have 14 individual directors going to do their own work on that, I would say that's overstepping the role of the First Nations coordinator, in my opinion. That is definitely how I feel about it. That is what I meant Why we have protocols, which I don't want to get lost in the communication with being bombarded by all of our members here. And we do have staff that do their job very well. We need to keep that communication key and we need to keep the communication proper from nation to nation that we speak to. Robin Mawinney, the regional director for Area C, asked... I was curious about exactly what you're talking about, Director Jules, what the protocol is for a director to speak to a First Nation person or representative in their electoral area. I have in the past had direct communication with nation representatives within Area C, and now I'm wondering, is that something that I shouldn't be doing? Is there a protocol for that, and does that need to be brought and presented so that all directors are aware of what that arrangement is. And I guess that goes back to that whole director's portal and what information is available for directors. I have a couple comments on that. One is, again, if you have an engineering question, you ask the engineer. I think if we have a First Nations question, you're always easy to default on our First Nations coordinator and consult her. She's always available for us. So if you're unsure, we may not have a specific protocol for it, but you can never go wrong by consulting Asli and asking her what would be appropriate. A significant part of her role is to create relations with the different nations. I came into a set of resources and a set of work done by the previous First Nations relations coordinator, and I didn't disagree with them. I tried to look at them critically, and I didn't disagree with them. And in fact, in designing this territorial acknowledgement, I would like to state that I honored the old ways and walked the good path in doing this. 
Mayor Julie Colburn of Zabalas moved that we recommend that the first territorial acknowledgement states we respectfully acknowledge our corporate office in the Strathcona Garden Regional Complex are located on the traditional territory of the Lake Guadal people. We also recognize we operate within the traditional treaty and ceded territories of Ihatasat, Hamako, Kayuka, Chekoset, Klehus, Komox, Mauchet, Mushlet, Nuchatlet, Kluitzis, Wiwakai and we will come for sanctions and that the corporate policy CP031B amended accordingly. The Tlaman and any other First Nations deemed appropriate can be added to the acknowledgement later. This recommendation passed unanimously and will be forwarded on to the full board. This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Goodbye. <laughs>